Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, if I can press the right button, it'll work. Good morning, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick. <laughs> I pressed the button, he just looked at me like saying, you can't do that. Well, here we are, my goodness. It's Monday, it is the 26th of November, of uh, whatever, not November, but it's one of those days, September. And we have lots of emails for Dr. Jennifer Daniels. They're piling up here. They just pile in over the weekend. I don't know how that happens, but Dr. D's a cool gal, and she's on with us um, uh, the fourth Monday of the month. Tomorrow we're going to talk to a fellow. He's a Christian fellow, and he studied the Bible and stuff like that, and he's written a few books. And one of the books he's written is uh, all about the earth not being a round ball spinning around the sun. That's right, he's a flat earther. So we're going to talk to him. And then Martin Armstrong has discovered some kind of secret documents. Um, I don't know where he got them, but we're going to find out on Wednesday at 10 o'clock. And also, and the whole document things is all about the secret plan to take over Russia. And he believes that's what this Ukraine thing is about. <laughs> and then tomorrow you and I are going to talk about 11.30 about the idea that the body is not physical. And since it's not physical, then you can use that uh, idea, in fact, that to help heal the body. So that's fun. So we'll do that tomorrow after the Flat Earth Guy. And after the Flat Earth Guy, we'll probably need to talk about that because my head will be spinning and, you know, what can I tell you? So, here we are. Uh, we're going to go to um, the great country of Panama and talk to Dr. Jennifer Daniels, former doctor. Now she crochets and makes pickled pineapple and, and limes. <laughs> so, you know, it's a great transition you've made, Doc. I like it. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. You're looking great. Okay, so you've got a co- couple projects you want to tell us about. So, Talk to, uh, tell show us the pineapple. What's a lot with, of projects. What's it with the pineapple? Oh my goodness! We like so, we like experience. This is uh, pineapple vinegar. Yeah. And this is why I tell everyone: put your recipe right on the label, right on the label. Right. So when you run out, you can make more. So this basically takes half a pineapple, a cup of sugar of your choice. You can use white, turbinado, or brown. I use turbinado because that's the local sugar and a quart of water yeah. and you allow it to ferment don't worry about your airlock it's a waste of time <laughs> i just put some uh what is this stuff called? like cheesecloth it's just sheer curtains sheer curtains yeah no sheer curtains don't get complicated buy a yard of sheer <laughs> curtain fabric and just cut out square when you need it put it over here just That's so air can get through just and, so, just so air yes and the bugs cannot and you just let that sit, and there's uh, no amount of time. You just let it sit till it smells like vinegar. I let mine sit for about mm, a month. Yeah. Then I pour off. <laughs> She's frozen in time. She's going to time travel back to an earlier time during the show when her internet was right. Her internet is acting up already. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> find and look for pineapple vinegar. They actually sell it. It's like 16. 
Now she's lost her internet completely. So this is this is how it may go. Oh, wait a minute. Is she back? Oh, wait a minute. All right, we're back. Okay. Well, I'm Brian. Can you hear me? I can now hear. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of often went to a black hole for a moment, so we thought we lost you. But exactly, it went to the same black hole on my screen. I thought I'd lost you. Okay, so that's the pineapple story, and the vinegar is so amazingly tasty. I use it every place where vinegar is called. I no longer use apple cider vinegar. I just use this. It is so uplifting, so tasty. And every, when you eat something that has this pineapple vinegar on it, you feel like, wow. Wow. Okay, so we lost a little bit of it because you went to the black hole to see for Darth Vader. So you're doing sugar, pineapple, and what's another the other ingredient? Water. Water. That's it. That's it. That's the whole bit, whole ball of wax. And when I put it up to the mirror, I mean to the camera, you could see the recipe is written right, right. on the label. Well, it's but important. So whenever you you have a home potion and you start getting low on it, and it's time to make more, you're like, Ah, where's the recipe? How did I do that? How did I do that? Yeah. What did I store in my Which storage is it? No, it's so, on the label. So you let this cook in there for about a month. And then what are the benefits? What are the benefits of this to take eat? Well, the benefits are the benefits of any vinegar. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it helps with the digestion, you know, it it is very cleansing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a vinegar. However, it also has, you know, the properties of, of pineapple as well in terms of anti-inflammatory and all that stuff. Sure. But the real deal is it's healthy and it increases your quality of life as well and it's fun. And it's, and it's easy. You're going to slice the pineapple anyway. Right. Might as well put half of it in a jar and call it vinegar and eat the other half do what you want with it. And pineapple has all kinds of good, doesn't it, kind of enzymes, digestive enzymes and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, digestion, pain relief. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's one project. Yes. The other project we have two? Is this show and tell? We have two this morning. <laughs> no, we've got four. Oh, we've got four. While we're getting the we've four, if you have a question, times. if you have a question, hold on a second. If we have a question for Dr. Daniels, Patrick yes, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Her website is VitalityCycles.com, and she's in the great country of Panama, where they're have two canals working on their third. Okay, now, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Where are we going next with show and tell? So these are limes. And so these Ooh. are in salt water, just like you would do sauerkraut. Two tablespoons of salt per quart of water, and bam, there we go. However, the smell. Mm. Wow, amazing. So I picked these right from the tree in my backyard and put them directly in. I think of the delay of 20 minutes, I washed them first. So the oils from the skin uh, are still... They made it into the jar. They mm. didn't dissipate, so I didn't have the one-week wait on this store shelf. So why would I do this? Well, my tree is erratic in giving limes. So if I want to make a lemon dish, maybe it'll have limes, maybe it won't. And so this is a way of, of preserving them. So this preserves the limes indefinitely, like mm, for months at a time, on your shelf or on your counter, and you can slice them and squeeze them and get lime juice at any point that's totally fresh wow. very nice so they just sit there on the counter and just they don't go wonky they're they're good they're good they're good mm. uh this will go for this these will be ready in two weeks two weeks from four days ago 
I can start using them. Hmm. Um, that's, yeah, and that's that's the great thing is I, I would pick a bunch of limes from the tree had limes and they would spoil. Now, uh-uh. Now, the other thing I don't know about, which I'm going to find out about, is the liquid, the salt liquid that soaked up all these the lemon essence, hmm. that might be useful as a flavoring agent. Uh, we will see. And again, uh, we didn't quite catch the recipe on the limes. Put that up there so we can see it. Uh, let me see. I don't think I wrote it because okay. it's such an ordinary recipe. It's two tablespoons of salt per quart of water, and you just pour it over to cover the limes. Oh, that's, that's it. The whole recipe. Boom. Just salt, <laughs> salt, water, and limes. Well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's a different kind of uh, that's a different kind of fermentation than the sh- obviously the sugar. This is different with the limes. Some a different kind of a spin. It is different because you're using a salt bath instead of a sugar bath. So mm-hmm. You're cultivating a different uh, colony of bacteria. So ultimately, with the vinegar, there is no sugar left in the final product because the bacteria eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will leave my um, pineapple until there's absolutely no sugar flavor at all, until it's all vinegar. And it's a wonderful flavor, and you have zero sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Because the bacteria eat it, and the, and the bacteria give you the flavor. Now, this is my sauerkraut. My sauerkraut has become absolutely famous. People actually request it. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So I have simplified the sauerkraut process phenomenally. <laughs> All I do is slice the cabbage thin, sprinkle salt on it, massage it with my hands like you're kneading bread, mm-hmm. stuff it in a jar, and then add water to cover. Boom. That's the simple recipe. Personally, I throw in a tablespoon of caraway seed and a tablespoon of juniper berries per quart of final product. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Sauerkraut. Wow. Looks- now, what I think you can see, yep, it's there. I'm going to try this side for you. I don't know if you can appreciate it, but there's bubbles that are working their way through yep, we sauerkraut. We can see those, yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. Tons of bubbles. Now, if you look at any recipe online, they'll tell you, oh, pack it to the top, do this, do that, keep it covered with water. It creates incredible stress. But I said, you know what? Why fill it? Just yeah. put the amount of cabbage I want in there, water to cover, and put the rocks on, you know, some whole cabbage leaves, rocks on top, and that's it. I don't have to stress over the water level, something floating, easy beans. And then, of course, the coverage, because, well, it's the tropics, lots of bugs. But there's bugs everywhere, so wherever you are, put that over it. Now, notice, I did not mention an airlock anywhere. What is an airlock? No airlock. What's an airlock? I don't even know what it is. All of your sophisticated can- um, fermenters will know about the airlock. Uh-huh. So what the airlock does is it locks the air inside so that no external air can come in. and so But the bubbles can come out. Okay. And so generally it's an elaborate situation where you have... Um, a moat of water and you put a glass top over the moat and so that way the air can leave out but no air can suck in because the air doesn't go through the water moat. Yeah. That is a bad idea, does not work and that gives you alcohol, gives you 7% alcohol. That's We're a, not trying to map up. Make that's alcohol. a bad idea, it doesn't work. <laughs> vinegar and trying to make sauerkraut. So no airlock needed, just the gauze to keep the bugs out. That's it. So we all know, but to refresh for those of us who've been living in Petaluma, California, um, what are benefits of uh, of sauerkraut? What are benefits of sauerkraut? 
Oh, sauerkraut is awesome. It's amazing. So with sauerkraut, you can eat a heavy meat diet because the sauerkraut dissolves the meat, the fat, cuts right through it so that it's easily digested. That's one thing. If you're having um, problems like, say, uh, a frozen shoulder, a mm. um, quarter cup of sauerkraut juice three times a day, unfreeze your shoulder. Um, excellent for digestion, excellent for pain relief, excellent for, uh, for intestinal cleansing and regularity. You really can't beat it. Um, and this is why sauerkraut is put on or eat eaten next to say a sausage or a heavy type of meat dish but you can eat it uh you can snack on it oh so that's the sauerkraut story it's very very nice and people people around the world have used uh, these fermented things for a long time right they go way back don't they kraut and stuff thousands of years since people started because this is basically all you're doing is letting the stuff rot Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and they found if you let it rot with a little bit of salt, it works out better. <laughs> it works out better, yeah. yeah. Or if you let it rot with a little sugar, it'll work. It works out pretty good. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I played around with just putting raw goat's milk on my counter and let it rot. It's kind of fun. It exactly. just it just makes its own little whatever, and it tastes great. I don't know what it is, but it tastes great. I got the, got the little buggies. That's the fourth. We got, we got the fourth thing here. Oh. So when you're healthy and you can concentrate, you can focus, you have no arthritis in your hands, all your fingers can move very nicely. <laughs> That's helpful. And your brain is working. And your brain is working. You can learn, today's, today's Monday, you can learn a stitch on Saturday and have this much done by Monday. Look at you. By Monday morning. So this is the top of a dress which, uh, for the little girl across the street. One of my borrowed grandchildren. So now remember, I learned this stitch uh, three days ago. Really quite clever. That cute little stitching. <laughs> yeah, that's, like that's my friend. She says, oh, Jennifer, you're quite clever. You're quite clever. Yeah, but anybody can do this if they're healthy, especially if they're healthy. And I've never crocheted anything before in my life. So, you can teach yourself stuff, but why did I start crocheting? I don't know. Well, with all the distractions of all the, the panic stuff and crisis mongering and end of the world and we're all going to die yeah. and da 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 the economic situation, yeah, yeah. I said, I need a distraction. <laughs> and I've been paying attention to this stuff and clicking this, clicking that. And at the end of the day, what do I have? I have a bundle of worry and nothing to show for my efforts. But if I do this, at the end of the day, you've got I, that. I've done about as many stitches as I've done clicks, or would have done clicks, and I have something to show for my efforts. I agree. I, I think that's brilliant. It's a great summation of what's going on on planet Earth. There's just no reason to get involved in that, right? No reason. Do something. Be productive. Do something. Now, also, Do something. the reprogramming is profound because <clears throat> crocheting this, when I go to bed, what do I dream about? I dream about the pattern and making alterations and how to make it fit right. and what can I add or take away so she can um, so the garment can expand with her so it'll fit her for another year and a half right and so I'm focused on that instead of all this yeah nonsensical propaganda yeah well done good job very wise words listen to this lady she knows what she's talking about 
No, I, I now you gotta tell him I'm 65, so confession, 65. <laughs> ah, you're just a kid. You're just a kid. Yeah, just getting, well, I won't say just getting started, but just finishing up. <laughs> no, she, well, you know, if you go to 130, you're having a midlife crisis. You know, look at it that way, too. There you go. <laughs> How's the weather there this time of the year? Is it the rainies come, the rain's coming? It is unpredictable. Uh, there is rain, there will be rain. What time of day? We don't know. Which day? We don't know. Um, but most days there's rain at least once, and sometimes it's torrential, hmm. biblical. Other times it's uh, just refreshing. So hmm. just take the days as they come. Hmm. But you like it there. How long have you lived in, in Panama? 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> But you, you like it, obviously. I am still adapted. Yeah, really. Yeah. But the people generally friendly, nice, good, cool? Oh, they're outstanding. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there mucho Americanos down there? No, I don't think so. No. A lot of them left because they felt the best way to weather the pandemic would be in the United States. Yeah, well. Good luck with that. And a lot of them, you know, well, all of them pretty much retired. And so then the question for them was, ay, 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 my cash flow from whatever external court, uh, source is either not holding up or they have to go manage it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them uh, maybe were involved in industries that were um, affected by the uh, situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So when people go down there, do they make it just on Social Security? Is the dollar exchange? Oh, you're on the dollar, so it doesn't matter, right? You're on the dollar. Right. So it's not a dollar exchange issue. It's a price issue. Yeah. So, for example, a pound of tomatoes here is a dollar a pound. Whoa. I think in the United States, I don't know what a pound of tomatoes is. Probably three or four bucks. Organic. Exactly. Organic, three or four. Right, right. So we don't need an exchange rate. The problem is what can a dollar buy? Ah. Hmm. And it's about four times as much down here really? as up there. However, However, it is also four times more, uh, four times less, or one-fourth as much as it could buy ten, uh, 14 years ago. So when I first got here, it was four pounds of tomatoes for a dollar. Wow. So I wonder what and that's now about. now it's yeah. one pound of tomatoes for, the do- for a dollar. And so the problem, the challenge for anyone who would want to say locate in Panama is, yes, the cost of living might be something affordable for you today, but the rate at which prices are increasing, about 25% per year, um, might be uncomfortable for you. Yeah, which is what's going on here in this country. Not quite right, 25%. 25%, yeah. 25% per year, starting with a base that's one-fourth of where you are, might be workable, but for how many years? Yeah. So people who are here on Social Security have a serious anxiety of outliving their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Social Security will, is going to be okay, like right now in the immediate here and now, so to speak. But um, you know, if they live ten years, it's not. Gonna What's work. it going to buy? Yeah. What's it going to buy? Right. Yeah. Well, we know it's going to buy about one fourth. <laughs> Probably. You know the way it's going. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Well, you ready for some emails? Yeah. We've crocheted and we've pineappled and limed and 
crowd it. Might as well do something more. Oh, wait a minute. We have. What else do we have? We have more show and tell? We do. I'm just putting it off the counter here. Okay, come up and see where it's. It's Patrick Tempone, one oh, radio network.com. Okay. Okay. Vitality capsules have a new label. Oh, look at this. How cute that is. Let's move that back a little bit. Let's see it. Is that good? Mmm. There. That's pretty. I like them. Very swanky. So that would be the uh, regular, I believe. Do we have the extra? Very classy label. I like those. Yeah, that looks nice. Well, I thank you. And yeah. so we have the new branding, the new uh, logo. I got your logo. By Cycles. By Saudi Cycles. You got your logo. You see it there? Mm-hmm. It's like a ginkgo leaf there. Yeah. Is that yeah. what that is, a ginkgo leaf? I think so. Very nice I'm labels. Not, yeah. I'm not the designer. Hmm. Not, I don't get involved. I'm not allowed to interfere. It looks great. Yeah, man. Good job. Excellent. Vitality cycles. That's yeah, the greens are the regular. And the mauve. The mauve. <laughs> the extra strength. <laughs> the extra strength. <laughs> That's right. For the extra strength in you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with the telephone call somebody's been holding. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, all right. Hello? Hello, Patrick. Hello. Hello, Patrick. Yes. Hello, Patrick. Do you hear me? Yes. Hello. I cannot listen to you on OneRadioNetwork.com. Why not? I just called you and I can see uh, Dr. Daniels. Oh, that's because, uh, let me explain, our audio stream is not functioning. Mercury attacked it over the last weekend where they're fixing it. So the only way to listen is through the video. But go ahead. you have a question? No, I just like to listen to your program. Oh. Van Mio. Oh. How to get that Van, Van Mio? How to, I can listen to you. How can I listen to you? Just right on the front page of One Radio Network on the, that's where we, you can listen to us. Okay? We don't do Venmo or whatever. Okay. okay, I'll Thank, try. Thank, Thank you, you Patrick. <laughs> yeah, our little audio thing is uh, having a bad hair day. Um, oh. Yeah, but the video thing is working. This is um, an email from Sylvia. She's in Brighton, Sussex, in England. Could you please ask Dr. Daniels what she would suggest for a 21-year-old daughter who has learning disabilities, autism, and stiff jaw, TMJ, from grinding her teeth from her autism and stress. Um, she has good toxin-free diet. She's, she has some pig's feet and plenty of water. She does tend to constipation as she has two-thirds small bowel movements 10 years ago. Oh. Two-thirds of her bowel removed. Oh, 10 years oh, ago. Oh, jeez. God. <laughs> God love her. Okay. What do you think, Doc? Any ideas for this lady and her daughter? Yeah. So first we have to understand that her diet is messed up. So she had that much intestine removed, she should have diarrhea every uh, 23 bowel movements a day. So it's called short bowel syndrome. So something is wrong with her diet. 
Hmm. What I would do, uh, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, uh, Vitality Capsule can get her going. The next thing she needs to do is increase her water. And the next thing is increase her exercise, get the girl out the house and get her running around in circles. You know, if you have to attach her to a wheel and put a carrot in front of her, whatever it takes. Hmm. Um, maybe she likes to eat and you, need, you can put the food at the top of the hill. She's got to climb the hill to get it, whatever. But you've got to get her going because someone who sits around is going to have constipation. And someone who doesn't drink is going to have constipation. So you got to get the water and, get, and increase the exercise. Now, what you're going to find or hopefully find is there's some physical activity she enjoys. So just have her get doing more of that. All right, next. Uh, pig's feet is probably not going to solve her problem. What's going to solve her problem is liver and brain. The brain is going to get rid of her stress. It's going to get rid of her stupidity. She's going to become a genius, or at least of average intelligence. Cow, cow brain, you're talking. Cow brain. Um, pig brain works as well. So okay. I know cow brain works and pig brain works. The other animals I cannot vouch for. I've not had uh, success with those. Let's put it that way. Okay. So I don't see where the pig's feet is necessarily going to help anything that she's mentioned. So uh, vitality capsules increase her water, increase her exercise, and she, she's got to add some liver to her diet. The liver will give her uh, more energy and some intelligence and reduce the stress and the brain will knock it out of the park. She'll be like a new person. You won't even recognize her. Wow, that's great. Doc, can I get you to move but a little nothing bit? Nothing works, nothing works, nothing works unless you're pooping three times a day. So that's number one. That's job one. Okay. Can I get you to move more in the center of the thing a little bit of the frame? I don't know where that is. There you go. Is that the center? There you go. And then oh, dip your camera down just a little bit so I can see all of your little face. There you go. How's that? See, okay, that's better. I was kind of losing you there. I thought you were just going to leave and not, not do Drifting it. away. <laughs> any special, before we leave, Sylvia, any special things knowing that there's a shortened bowel, in your opinion? Again, what I'm trying to tell her is if someone has a shortened bowel and they still have constipation, there is something seriously uh, wrong with a person's lifestyle. Hmm. So a person with a short bowel should be having more frequent bowel movements just because the bowel is so short, right? Shorter distance oh, to go. Of course, yeah. By the time the poop, yeah, instead of going 30 feet, the poop is out when it gets to the 20-foot mark. So the fact that she's constipated means the poop isn't even getting to the 20-foot mark where it could fall out into the toilet. So there's something very wrong here. And, and, and this person has to emotionally let go of the fact that the daughter's diet is okay. It's not. So it's not okay. Uh, how to fix it, if you want to create more bowel movements, definitely the sauerkraut like we talked about before, that's going to cause more bowel movements. Vitality capsules, that'll cause more bowel movements. But she has a more fundamental problem. Uh, it sounds to me like inactivity and dehydration. And if you take a kid of normal intelligence, not even autistic, normal intelligence, mm -hmm. dehydrate them and constipate them, they will appear to be mentally retarded. So, hmm. I say, uh, fix the dehydration, fix the um, inactivity and then proceed with the liver, proceed with the brain. Now, I just mentioned liver and brain, but 
fact of the matter is, however much liver or brain you eat, you need to eat at least four times as much vegetables. So you can't just eat that. So some people will just cook up brain. You can cook up brain in salt water, and it actually tastes pretty good. And you'll just nibble on it, nibble on it, nibble on it. And if that's what you do, then after about half a cup of nibbling, you're going to get a bad headache and you're going to fall over. Don't do that. So you've got to have lots of vegetables with it. And you can go to my website, vitalitycycles.com. I talk a lot about that. Just listen to the videos there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Got it. Here's one for you. Bub, that's a great name, he's got a loud ringing in his ear. <laughs> uh, I would just answer it. No, I'm just kidding. That's a cold joke. Um, <laughs> we, 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 doctor, I have a loud ringing in my ear. We'll answer it. Um, been loud. Well, actually, you, that's not too far it's off It's not the too mark. far off the mark, but let me finish. Right. And if you then get you ring in your ear, it's your body sending you a signal. You need to answer it. You need to respond. you got to change stuff. Yeah. So you, you're correct. He says, it's been louder than ever for the last three days. Super clogged my nose. My whole head feels like thick. I live in Austin, so allergies are given, I'm told. Hmm. So he's an Austinite, thick head. No, can't breathe. And ringing. So again, the ringing is caused by the can't breathe. So the ringing is an accumulation of uh, chemicals, parasites, toxicity, whatever you want to call it in the brain in the area of the eighth nerve so he's got to ignore the predictions the negative predictions about austin this time of year and he's got to decide that he doesn't want to have a stuffy nose everyone else can have a stuffy nose that you have allergies but he does not want to have a stuffy nose he's got to emotionally if he can detach himself from that i recommend crochet but he can do <laughs> wood carving whatever he wants to do <laughs> <laughs> Crocheting is good. Okay. Yeah, so once he's got his mind off the uh, propaganda of the day, he needs to, again, increase his water, increase his bowel movements. When you have something like ringing in the air, I think that's worth a coffee enema because it's just so maddening. And when he does a coffee enema, he'll notice that his ringing drops down to like 50%. Yay! Then what he's got to do, once he's got this uh, ear ringing on the run, is he's got to increase his water intake, increase his bowel movements. He may even want to increase his exercise uh, while he's at it. And then he's got to rebuild that eighth nerve that's sending him this noise message when there's obviously not an external noise source. And so he's got to eat some kind of uh, cholesterol. I think that probably uh, liver will do it. It's a pretty high cholesterol source, readily available. Calf liver is the best quality liver you can get. If you can't get calf liver, get uh, pork liver. Uh, that's, I think, in my opinion, the next best. The next best liver, if you can't get pork liver, is chicken liver. Um, but anyway, that will give his body cholesterol it needs to repair that nerve. Cholesterol is so key, right, boy? It's just... It's- it is literally the, the molecular basis of advanced life. And that they've been able to convince people that they should avoid cholesterol, that cholesterol is the devil. I mean, I'm impressed. You know, these guys have got power over people's minds for sure. Yeah. Very, very, very challenging to think that that's bad stuff. Good morning on the phone. Who's this? Hello. Hello there. Hello. 
Mm-hmm. Hi there. Uh, is, uh, is Dr. Daniels on with you right now? I just called in. Well, yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> okay, great. Hi, doctor. It's Cameron. Hi, Cameron. Hi. I just have a couple of questions. Um, so I don't really hear you talk much about, like, sleeping conditions and, like, what's the best thing to sleep on. What do you think about sleeping on the floor versus a mattress? Like, hmm. Irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> so whichever is more right, comfortable for you is fine but again a lot depends on what are you trying to accomplish so I would say irrelevant just in general in terms of position or whatever but I mean as a general uh, matter you know we have snakes down here so who wants to sleep on the floor right <laughs> yeah elevate right. the bed just a little bit so at least the reptile's got to climb and maybe he'll think twice about it so I don't know what your situation is. Right. So I was more for like pain relief and stuff like that. So I don't know if it was. Oh, God, like no, not the floor. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> oh, <All right>. my <laughs> God. <laughs> you just want to make sure oh you're, you want to make sure your neck is in a happy position. You know, if you're going to wherever no, you sleep. No, I don't irrelevant. Know. No, it's not irrelevant. It's very irrelevant. Position got to well, because you, you screw up your neck if it's not if it's not right. Come on, you know better. No, than no. That. Where's the pain? That's the relevant question. No, but make sure your neck is okay. Don't her. listen to her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> if your pain is a pinky finger, then you're sleeping the bed on the floor. Okay, let's get to the up. pain. Where's your pain, Cameron? Where's, Where's your pain? pain? Where's it's, your pain? It's, it's my neck. You know, like my neck See? from waking up and stiff neck and stuff like that. Right, okay. Okay, so that's not your problem. Nothing to do with your with your mattress. Nothing to do with the floor. It has to do okay. with your poor neck care. So okay. the reason your <laughs> neck is so painful in the morning when you wake up is because you don't use it properly in the day. So just do a little bit of this. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Watch this. You got the video? Wait, watch this. Wait, we're not done. Okay. Yeah, baby. And then the other direction. That's good stuff. And then take some Taekwondo while you're at it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait, because... Uh, I gotta get on that. You laugh at that, you can laugh, it's fine. But the neck pain is connected to the fact that your shoulder is so stiff. And with Taekwondo, you're going to loosen up this whole shoulder-neck assembly. So I used to have neck pain. I have no neck pain. Sleep in any position I want, wherever I want. Pillow, no pillow, doesn't matter. Left side, back side, right side. It doesn't matter. Somebody's calling you on Skype. Are yeah. we there? Huh? We're we still here. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Disconnected me. Yeah, well, watch the I video. Me, my screen, like. <laughs> Camera, watch the video when we post it up. I was still here. <laughs> when we post it up on on Ambitude, watch the video, and then she'll show you what to do with your neck. All right. Okay? Uh, I most definitely I'm will. To figure out how to get you back on the screen. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, You're, we're good. Everything's good here. Just everything's okay, good. Can I, can I get one more question in? Yeah, one more question yeah. from Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know anything about removing like tattoos naturally? Tattoos nope. naturally. Nope, nothing. I know nothing about that. <laughs> I know nothing. I see I'll be nothing. Honest, like, this is like, chase. I know nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. I know nothing. No, uh, yeah. don't know about that. So I guess that. laser is my only option, huh? Not sure. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe someone else knows about naturally removing tattoos. I'm just saying, oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's not me. That's All right. It can't be done. Okay, Cameron. I don't know. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you, 
you could you could time travel go back to you know so you weren't so silly when you did that but <laughs> <laughs> i wonder why people get tattoos I yeah doctors will do that doctors say well i don't know of any solution so therefore there is none and that's right but there probably is one. I don't know of any natural whatever for removing tattoos. It doesn't mean there isn't one. Just keep looking at it. You, you'll you'll probably find I'm a sure one. I'm sure there is one somewhere. People have come up with these things. What does Dr. Daniels think about taking vitamin D? He was wondering, um, Patrick, if you're taking supplements or a tanning bed. No, I don't do vitamin D. You get out in the sun and I don't... A tanning beds. I think that technology is pretty spooky, right? A tanning bed? Not sure. I don't know anything about tanning Well, let's talk about vitamin D. Yeah. This question. So to take vitamin D as a supplement means that you've been snookered, you've been had. You're being taken for a ride. Vitamin D requires two things, cholesterol and sun. If you're on a low cholesterol diet, you can get all the sun you want, you won't get any vitamin D. Not happening. So if you can increase your cholesterol to what? 250 or more, you have enough vitamin D even in the great cold north. Mm-hmm. So way back when, it was the dark ages, 1970-something, 1980-something. The dark ages. Anybody anywhere in the world had a great vitamin D level with 15 minutes of exposure to the sun. Yes, even in northern New York State, even in Canada. Why did that change? It changed because they sold everyone on this low cholesterol uh, snake oil yeah. to destroy their health, to sell them, be able to sell them vitamin D, and to be able to exploit <clears throat> them and many of the other uh, health problems that would ensue. Yeah. So, 15 minutes of sunshine a day, cholesterol over 250, made in the shade. You got your vitamin D. And does eating cholesterol foods increase cholesterol levels? Correct. It does. It does. Right. Now, here's the deal. Your body has an absolute dietary requirement for cholesterol. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know that. Your body only has the ability to manufacture 75% of the cholesterol it needs for maintaining your cell membranes, your brain, and other organs. And so if you go on a zero cholesterol diet, that'd be vegetarian or vegan, then your body is literally drawing down its cholesterol stores, drawing down its cholesterol stores, and it even starts cannibalizing itself and destroying cells to scavenge the, ca- the cholesterol from the membranes. Then, of course, it starts scavenging your own brain. Oh. And that's why the longer that you're vegan, you become forgetful, depressed, irritable, mood swings, um, you know, your skin starts sagging. That's what's going on because you have a zero daily cholesterol intake because there is no plant source of cholesterol. So what are the food sources of cholesterol? Lean hamburger doesn't have enough cholesterol to do much for you. Um, Eggs, the problem with eggs is they have cholesterol but they don't have any other associated nutrients. So liver is your best bet because not only does it have high cholesterol, but it has a high amount of all the other nutrients your body needs to assimilate and use that cholesterol. And the problem with taking a vitamin D supplement is starting with cholesterol, your body makes about 10 different substances before it makes vitamin D. Hmm. Those 10 substances, each one of them is bioactive and of nutritional value to your body. So if you just give your body vitamin D, you miss out on all these 10 things in between. Yeah, well, that's not good. 
Exactly. That's why vitamin D supplementation has not been, been shown to be helpful in many studies. So if you, have, if you have two people with one has a healthy vitamin D level uh, and they don't take vitamin D supplements, one has an unhealthy vitamin D level and they don't take supplements, the one taking supplement, the one at the higher level is going to be healthier. This is no supplements. But you add supplements to bring this guy's level up hmm. to a normal level, he doesn't get healthier. Why? Those 10 things in between that we talked about like coenzyme Q10, for example, are missing. They're never, they're never manufactured by the body. It's interesting that the body only makes 75% of our needs of cholesterol, which would, could we carry that forward to say that we're pretty much should eat some animal foods as a species? Exactly. It's like the B12. There's no good plant source of B12. So if you want to talk about a natural diet, then yes, meat needs to be included. The question is, do you need it three times a day every day? The answer is no. So B12, like cholesterol, is stored. And so everyone has a different amount stored, right? So this person might be able to be vegetarian or vegan for a day, this one a week, that one a month, this one three months, because what are your stores, right? So no B12 in anything other than aminals? Correct. Hmm. There's, a so there's a source. But it's minimal, you know, like, okay. like you'll see vegans who, oh, I'm not going to wash my carrots because there's some B12 in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. I never heard that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's from the 90s. Yeah, from the Well, you go way back, yeah. girl. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm 65. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Here is Carly. What a great name. I like that name, Carly. And she lives in Tipton, Kansas. Could you please ask uh, some questions? Yes. How yeah. did people get their iodine before it was added to salt? And are the anti-caking agents added to table salt bad for us? And also, why do some babies come out breech? Oh, that's a pretty interesting question. Okay, what's the deal on iodine and salt, in your opinion? Um, well, well, before they put iodine in salt, mm. uh, people got their salt from eating uh, seafood like clam shellfish shellfish basically people got their iodine from eating uh these crustacean mm -hmm. also i believe there's also iodine in insects people ate insects okay so uh the problem we have now is because because of things like electricity roads whatever places very far from the ocean are habitable so we're now living in places where <laughs> there's no iodine, like the Midwest, let's say, southern Midwest. So that's, that's that story. The other uh, story about the iodine anti-caking agents, the anti-caking agents are not a substantial issue for your health. But again, how would they be? Well, they would be, could be, if you have a cholesterol or saturated fat deficiency. So it is the saturated fat in your body and the cholesterol in your body that literally corrals these, these preservatives and bundles them up and takes them out of the body. So if your body has a, has a cholesterol deficiency, you, you, your immune system has to make a decision. Am I going to use this cholesterol mo molecule to control heartbeat and heart rate? 
or a manganese cholesterol molecule to remove an anti-caking agent. Hmm. Nah, I think I'm going to use it for the heart, vital organ. So <laughs> a lot of people's sensitivities are because they don't have enough saturated fat or cholesterol in their system. Interesting. Personally, I was very sensitive to a lot of things. Once I increased the cholesterol in my diet, I mean massively, from being vegan to eating cow brain, big difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I found a lot of my um, sensitivities went away. My coordination improved. Uh, just a lot of things were no longer an issue. Things that I ate before, like gluten, for example, which before would just, I mean, light me up. Like I would get either really fatigued or irritable and nervous. Now I can eat gluten, not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. No. So if um, someone has their blood test and they say cholesterol 190, would you recommend that they do more liver to get that puppy up there? Exactly. 190 is too low. Yeah. And they've done studies worldwide. Life expectancy declines yeah. as the cholesterol gets lower than 200. God, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy that people believe no, it. No, I know. And That's what I mean. actually <laughs> are lowering their cholesterol. Like my cholesterol when I was vegan was 149. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't realize just no. <laughs> how Nothing's, I was. Not much has happened in 149. <laughs> Yeah, I was practicing medicine at the time, and I was like, wow, my cholesterol is great. And I had not, you know, fully investigated it. But I was, at the time, even though I was vegan, I was taking, um, you know, gelatin supplementation, which is an animal product. And so that was kind of holding me over, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you got to get that cholesterol up. So the anti-caking agent, it's a problem if you're on a zero-fat, zero-cholesterol diet, which uh, you can change that. But now they're iodizing and putting iodine in the sea salt that does not have an anti-caking agent. So if you object to the anti-caking agent, instead of paying a dollar a pound for your salt, you can pay $8, 10 $12 a pound for your salt. Get pink Himalayan sea salt with iodine added. And, you're gonna use, and I'm seeing at the health food store on the shelf, all of these so-called healthy salts, the sea salt and the Himalayan uh, salt with iodine added. Oh, so what they don't tell you is, sure, these salts have minerals. They have trace minerals, but not enough to make a difference in your diet, not nearly enough to meet your needs. That's why I recommend shilajit, which is a trace mineral substance naturally occurring that is very high in trace minerals and will solve your trace mineral deficiency. Good old shilajits. Yeah, good old shilajit. Now, it's not, again, iodine... <laughs> you need in higher than trace amounts. So I do recommend that people eat iodized salt. Okay. If you look at my neck, yeah. there is no lump in the area of my thyroid. Now, when I was vegan and eating uh, sea salt, that was no anti-caking agents, no iodized added, this part of my neck was actually, you know, is, was expanding. Because it was trying to... Now, so it well, it's a goiter, it's yeah, a goiter. It's a goiter. <laughs> Iodine deficiency goiter. <laughs> wow. So now I eat, uh, I eat a mix of iodized and non-iodized salt. Mm -hmm. So iodine is also an antiseptic. So when I make my potions, like my sauerkraut or my pickled limes, I use salt that has no iodine added. When I add salt to my food, I use iodized sea salt. Cool. If you're on hold on the phone, stay there. We might take a minute because I have to do a break. But before the break, let's do the breech babies. So Carly asks, why do babies come out breech? Breech is kind of backwards. Is that what it is, breech? It's feet first instead of head first. Oh, feet first, yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah. This is my opinion based on the observation of ladies who are breech and the baby flipped, ladies who are breech and the baby did not flip. So my assessment is when a baby is breech, it's because he didn't have enough amniotic fluid to float around and flip in, basically. Hmm. So if you have a lady who follows her doctor's uh, instruction to restrict her diet, blah, 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 she's more likely to get a breech baby. But the baby, uh, if he has enough room to move around in there, he's going to just flip over and he'll come out head first. Hmm. Now, what about a breech birth? It turns out that uh, a breech birth is actually no big deal. You know, you get a hold of either the, the feet if they're dangling down there, or you get a hold of the hip fold if the baby's folded butt first at the hips, it just, uh, baby just pops right out. Popping right out. So uh, it's not the big deal that doctors make oh, your baby's breech, we gotta do a C section. No, we don't. We don't need to do a C section because you ain't got no skills. <laughs> no, really, that's it. When we're taught in medical school, we don't need to teach you how to do a breech delivery. You just do a C section. Just, just, yeah, do a C section. Of course, you get paid thousands of dollars more for a C-section. But a breech baby is not a big deal. You just grab that hip fold and do a, a you know, out and upwards flip towards the mother's head. Baby's neck hyperextends, and the head pops out. Popping right out. Yeah. Do they? So mm-hmm. that's the story. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty good story. I like it. Um, Dr. Jennifer Daniels and uh, Patrick Tempone. She's here. The fourth uh, Monday of the month and uh, we have this product on sale if you'd like to get some I think we got a few more days and then it's going to be gone here one of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival the chaga and the reishi both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators if you had too strong of an immune system like autoimmunity it'll help to down regulate and calm the immune system if you have too weak of an immune system like an immunodeficiency they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system so whatever you're dealing with they help to bring your immune system to balance in addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. So Thrival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. It's a great product uh, and is on sale. If you use Adapt, no, Adapt 20. No, Adapt, is it Adapt 20? I get confused. Hold on. Let me see what it is. I see what it is. What it is. Is it Adapt 20? Is it Adapt now? Is it Adapt 20? Oh. I'll find out what it is. It's probably on the front page of our website. Let me grab it here. Sorry, I thought I knew it. And I uh, don't want to throw you a curveball. I think it is... 
I'm sorry, save 20. I knew there was a 20 in there. It is 20% off, which is a cool thing. Not uh, He only does this once a year. Save 20 on Shaga and Rishi on Surthrival on OneRadioNetwork.com. As you know, we don't do, um, you know, we don't get too crazy about this whole electromagnetic thing, 5G, 6G, 6 I mean, we know it's out there, and now, you know, we just, it is what it is. Uh, so we take the position that uh, just get stronger, healthier, and healthier, and healthier, and we think evolutionary-wise your body is going to figure these things out. Just my opinion. I don't can't prove that, but I don't think about it. But in the meantime, as we're learning how to get stronger, healthier, and wiser, and learn how to crochet on the in your past in your in, <laughs> in your in your off time, and make pineapple things and stuff, and do stuff, be productive, is these uh, this technology is very nice. It's made in Australia. It's called um, Blue Shield. Ten percent off with promo code One Radio. And uh, it works, and it, it just helps the cells in the body and everything to get a little bit stronger, just to try to block the EMF so you don't have to run around with a, you know, a shield around you or you know, wrap yourself in plastic or anything. Uh, but it works. It goes out 90 yards. You put one in the center of your home, and even your little doggies in the backyard uh, have some protection. And they've used these with uh, chickens and, and cows, uh, and they don't look at the Internet, so it's not because they think they're being uh, stronger, but because they are. So here, here, here is uh, Brandon to tell you more about it. We're talking with Brandon Amalani, and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the, the cube essentially sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in this in the environment. Uh-huh. And when Blue Shield's introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment, and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving the EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. So essentially what's happening is the body is basically renormalizing and reallocating immune power to the body and it makes the body stronger and more well regulated. Good job Brandon that's an excellent explanation of how this technology works it's called the cube, the blue shield see the ad on the front page use promo code one radio for 10% discount Get yourself one, take care of the whole house. That's Blue Shield, right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. She is the owner-operator and the uh, crocheter of uh, VitalityCycles.com, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, on the fourth Monday. Uh, we're going to do this caller because they've been waiting Good morning. You're on the air. Who's this? Good morning. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Hey, Patrick. I'm a first-time caller on your show. I wanted to say hello. Well, hello to you. I love your voice. Um, And Dr. Daniels, I love you. I'm Tammy Georgine. You know me, of course. And I have a quick... Hi. How come I don't know you and she knows you? Come on. What's the deal? Well, I just... 
you know, I've been living life. <laughs> I've been living life, working how hard. How are you? Tell me how you're I, doing. Living life is excellent. Oh, my gosh. Patrick, I think, is going to love this. Okay. I do have a quick question. I want to make sure I tell you guys that first. I think it's going to be so easy for you. It's not like one of my hard ones, so don't worry. <laughs> but I want to give Dr. Daniels props. Um, oh, my gosh, Patrick. I don't want to get emotional, and I won't. Go ahead. Um, no, we like it. It's all right. Go ahead. No, she's, you know what? My story is crazy. And uh, really quick, you know, I had been an athlete most of my life, and then I became a professional entertainer. I know you're a writer. I heard you say I was singing, dancing, doing a little bit of stunt shows, you know, very active. And things just started to go really weird with my body. Whoa. And I was always, you know, lean and working. I had a baby and just some crazy symptoms were happening. I mean, just weird stuff. I went through in and out of doors of different doctors and I fought and I fought, you know, I knew I didn't want to take medications, but I didn't know everything. I didn't know what Dr. Daniel knew and neither did any of the doctors. And eventually um, with some misinformation, I unfortunately was told about bioidentical hormones and mm. thought things were kind of natural and natural derivatives and ended up getting put uh, three years of trying to figure out what to do and say I was in and out of emergency rooms and mm. not being able to get my gigs. I was on my back and past, feeling like I was passing out all the time and I, I was told I had Lyme's disease and I, you know, it would be a short-term thing. So I ended up getting put on two major prescription steroids and to supplemental what I know to be steroid hormones now, but I thought they were just supplements. Right. And I got weaker and weaker, and, you know, that was uh, 16 years ago, 16. And I went at 33 years old to just weaker and weaker and basically became disabled and bedridden. And I luckily oh. found Dr. Daniel by, I don't even know, I was like looking on the Internet and saw somebody saying something about, needing to have you know go to the bathroom and have bowel movements i think that's what i looked at first and i found her by accident i think this lady was helping her husband's cancer naturally and uh i started listening to this woman and i just loved listening to her talk i could tell that she just was smart and intelligent and i could just tell she was real and yeah, i was drawn and it you know it clicked and everything else, I had gone to all the integrative, functional, naturopaths, Chinese, hmm. allopathic, you name it. I had been diagnosed and protocoled, and nothing was working. And I kept saying, and then I tried getting off the steroids. No one had any real tricks for me up their sleeve. And I would end up in the hospital and couldn't even stand. And then I found her, Dr. Daniels, and... I was on. That was it. And hmm. I did learn later, it amazed me that she just said her cholesterol was 140 as a, veg, as a vegan. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't a vegan. And guess what mine was? 120. In 2007. No, in 2007, it was 119. Hmm. That was close. And no one, no one, they said, wow, it's low. But they didn't say, wow, here's what you do. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's, so you got with her. Yeah. That's a great story. We appreciate but, it. So we have yeah. a lot of a lot of emails to get to. So I got to get going. Yeah. So so, so you you got with her and you started doing what differently? Did the cholesterol. Yes, I did the cholesterol. Was doing the different things that she recommended, mm -hmm. and I got off the two major uh, hmm. steroids. And it's been a year, and I'm out of bed, 
and hmm. I can't believe it because most people don't get off those without having to get back on. And anyway, my cholesterol, the last I checked a few months ago, was 250, wow. and I'm off yeah. major steroids. <laughs> yeah, that I had been on for years. Every day they say you don't get off. Wow. So thank you, thank you. I love you. And uh, my quick question is... Okay, well, let, let, let me see. Let's stop yeah. one second here and ask Dr. Yeah. Daniel. So yeah. by just by getting all these foods and cholesterol and everything up... A doc, her, her body just was able to ditch all these things she had done? Give us a short story what happened. Exactly. So people are being erroneously and harmfully diagnosed as having adrenal crisis, mm-hmm. adrenal fatigue, mm-hmm. adrenal failure, when really what they have is the adrenal glands lives on cholesterol the way humans breathe air. Wow. And so when you shut down your cholesterol, right, to 140, 120, whatever, you're, gonna, you're shutting down your adrenal glands. And so you need that, like she says her cholesterol is 250. In my opinion, 250 is a nice minimum healthy level. So if your cholesterol is 250, you're good to go. Hmm. So this is what changed everything. like, mm, yeah, you can do better. This what changed everything for you, uh, caller? Pam, is it, Pam? Um, well, it was everything that she recommended. Okay. All of a sudden, incorporating the bowel movements, the water, the correct supplementation, the um, turpentine, the vitality capsules, all that <laughs> helped, helped my body um, start getting rid of so much that it had, you oh. know, I guess been hit <laughs> by over the years from just, oh, you know, uh, We like yeah. success stories. We like success stories. It's amazing, um, but yeah. we have a major hurricane possibly hitting us here in Orlando very soon. Uh, I want to ask yes, that's my yes, I want to know if she has any ideas or recommendations for cholesterol sources because I can't go without eating right now. If we lose power and it hits us directly for a few days, I'm trying to figure out cholesterol sources that maybe are non-perishable or the way to do it because ice might be hard to yeah, get. Yeah, I would just. Fry up, yeah, fry up some liver. And the liver, once you fry it, will keep unrefrigerated for like three days. Oh, really? Now, yeah, you can get a dedicated uh, cooler. And there are varying, you know, qualities of coolers. Sure. But get a cooler that, that holds its cool, fill it with ice right now so that it's going to be super cold inside. And then if when the power goes out, remove some of the ice and put your cholesterol stuff uh, in it. You know, your cholesterol foods in it. Dr. Daniel. I have one not holding the ice for more than 24 hours. I'm wondering if, um, and then do you have a, a small grill that um, I, I can't make a fire because I'm in a townhome community? Is there like a little outdoor grill that you would recommend? They got a bunch online. Yeah, yeah. outdoor grill with a can- gas canister attachment. So yeah. there's outdoor grills with a gas canister attachment, so you don't have to buy charcoal and mess around with all that other stuff. Especially in the United okay. States, you guys have access to that. So it's a little grill. It's not even expensive, like maybe 50 bucks or less. And the canister of gas, you just hook it to the side, light it, bam, you're cooking. Yeah, you can get the canisters at Home Depot. Exactly. Oh, the grills, too. The grills, too. Yeah, the grills, too. Right. What about the egg thing, the ones that are non-washed eggs and that, that you can just can they eat? Non, um, Leave on the counter. Yeah, I, yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. Cook. My farm. Oh no, 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 no. Go, go next level. Pickle the eggs. They'll keep for months. Just pickle the <laughs> eggs. Do you have your recipe? I remember you mentioned that. Um, you can just use a recipe online. So you can use an online okay. recipe. But yeah, basically salt, vinegar, spoonful of sugar, a bunch of uh, pickling spices, and pour in the eggs. 
gravy. There you are. Dr. Daniels, uh, of course, before you hang up, is, is uh, sardines, uh, do they have cholesterol? And they Sardines? Not enough to make a difference. No. The biggest thing about these sardines is they have the skin on, which is which is some <laughs> connective tissue for you, and they have the spinal cord in there, right. and they have all the bones. Yeah. So if you if you have a, a osteoporosis-type situation, you're trying to build bones, uh, sardines are excellent because yeah. all the bones. Get the ones with the bones in them. In them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're selling sardine fillets. Like, I know, it's, it's crazy. All right, dear, well, thanks for the great story, and I'm glad you're coming around, and uh, happy hurricane. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so, so much. It's Thank our pleasure. You Thank you. Bye-bye. You're Thank welcome. You. A great story. All the doctors who are listening just going, no, wait a minute. What? She just got cholesterol? <laughs> she got, no, no, I, I can't listen anymore. Um, <laughs> no, no, let me tell you. The doctors who still have a license will call that advice I just gave her irresponsible. Oh, I know. But you see the results of the advice, right? Drug-free, living a full life, doing whatever it is she thinks is important. So we doctors are conditioned to believe everything in medical school that tell, they tell us. And anything that contradicts that is medically irresponsible and endangering lives. Yeah. 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 I think we have another call. Okay. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Pretty exciting. Um, wow. Enjoy your show when Dr. Daniels is on. Thank, keep her coming. Thank you. Uh, I, I listened to a show in 2021 where she mentioned there were no excuse for everyone of not being able to make a bunch of money online on the internet yeah, at all. Exactly. And, and she's, exactly. you know, and she says because tons of people also have attempted to make even a modest income. Some even, even after years of trying, I've had some websites mess with, <laughs> or books, or downloaded. Very, eventually resorted to thriving on donations. What other insights can Dr. Daniels share about her journey with making adequate online income could be most helpful for the rest of us? This is, I think, a lady in Hawaii wants to do that. Hmm. Okay, so the first thing I have to start with is an offline process called thinking. So the first thing, <laughs> what happened to me was I had to think, and it took me a while, but I had to think, what is it I know? that if other people knew mm -hmm. would really change their life, would be super valuable to them. What is that one thing? And I said, aha, I know about turpentine. And so that's where it starts. You have to have an idea that's valuable to other people. You have to have something of value. So you, first you have to find what is it you have that's of value. I don't care who you are, everybody has something of value. So find out what it is you have that is of value. And you might not hit it right the first time. So maybe, you know, make a list. Make a list of like 100 things that you know that if everyone else knew, wow. You know, maybe you know how to make biscuits. I don't know. But there's something you know that is extremely valuable. And that's the place to start. If you're offering something that's of no value, it doesn't matter whether you're offering it online or offline or with technology or without no money there. But because everybody has something of value, uh, that's the place where you start. Okay, so now you've found your value. The reason I say that the internet, anyone can make as much money as they want on the internet, 
because what the internet does, which technologically could not be done um, before the internet, was it can it can take your value, amplify your message at a very low cost to you, and bring in easily instead of one sale, ten, a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand sales. So that's the machinery. That's the mechanism. That's the juggernaut that you have. But it's like uh, a car can take you places. But if the fuel you pour into it is vinegar, well, you're not going to get far. Right. So the, what she's got to start with, she started with the internet, which is the wrong place to start. <laughs> you have to start with the value. So first, find your value. If you can't find your value, ask your husband, honey, what's so valuable about me? He'll tell you. You know, ask your kids or ask whatever. Uh, like people are making uh, money online just with these crochet things, you know? Just teaching people how to crochet. How do they What's make the money? Donations? How do they do that? No, 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 no. Donations don't work. Because when you ask for a donation, you're saying up front, I have no value. I just want a hand up. That doesn't work. You might as well go stand on the street with a cup in your hand. <laughs> so instead, what you have to do... <laughs> <laughs> I tried that one time. It didn't work. I don't know. I, no, I tried it too. My <laughs> first started out. Oh, for the People oh, Dr. Nance, put a donation button. I don't even think I got $5 a month in donations. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. But once I found the value, which was turpentine, then I had to find... I knew turpentine was valuable. But then I had to understand people. Why would they want to take it? What's the value to them? And it turned out the value to them was getting rid of candida. So once they took it and it worked, there was just this uh, viral thing all over the internet. And right. it's just, to this day, it's still going. So the first step is to find your value. And the problem is people don't start with the value. Instead, they start with, okay, let me get online. Let me buy it, make a website. Let me buy some advertising. But they haven't started with the value. So right. start with the value. And like for me, when I first discovered uh, turpentine, it took me a year of serious work to determine the amount, the dosage, the route, what to do, what to not to do. So even though the report's only like 30 pages, it took a year of back, well, probably more than that, of background, research, refining, understanding people where they were coming from, and to help give them information that would enable them to access the value in the turpentine. And then, so you sold the report. That's how you made money. Not exactly. So, yes, selling the report in the, in the beginning, the report was such a fantastic hit that it sold $35,000 in one week. Whoa. That was a lot. No. I thought that was a lot. Of money. Yeah, like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But I did not do that myself. First, you've got to find the value, right. okay? Yeah. Then you have to understand how to communicate the value to other people. And that's like, let's say, writing the report. Then I buddied up with a marketer who understood human nature, psychology, all that other stuff. And I didn't have any money. <laughs> so our agreement was half of all sales were his, right? So other 35000 he kept half. Well, but still, well, yeah, yeah. it wasn't too shabby. No, no. This is zero, which no. is where I was at before. So you've got, you're starting at the wrong place. You're starting with the car, and you haven't got the right fuel, and you don't even have a destination, right? So you don't know, you haven't started with the value, and then once you understand the value, 
you haven't started, you haven't figured out the message and you haven't figured out the audience. And once you have those three pieces, then you can buddy up with a marketer on a percentage basis and bam. Boom. You're, you're, That's yeah, brilliant. You're Good job. That's great. See, that was a great email. Yeah, I like it. Well, I'll give you an example. Let's say you're a teenage woman, you're, you're pregnant, the guy's long gone, and the baby's born. Oh, no. Okay. So you're changing your diapers and you say, God, wouldn't it be easier if, if this diaper was just a snap-on thing? Bam, million dollar company, right? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think we're gonna try the call again. Good morning, who's this? Good morning, Patrick. This is uh, Anthony. Hello, Anthony, you're on the air with Dr. Jennifer Daniels. Hi, good morning, Dr. Daniels, how are you? Hi, fine. Uh, so I just have uh, two questions. Hopefully you can answer them. So the first question is, um, I have white spots on my nails. And uh, I had read that like somewhere, you know, uh, that, you know, it's probably like a deficiency in zinc. But I've been taking a zinc supplement, you know, very consistently, like daily. Um, and I don't know if it's, uh, but the, the white spots are still there. So I don't know if it's like maybe, you know, I, there's an absorption problem. Uh, that I may have or something like that. Um, okay. So I just want to know what is your thoughts on that? That's my first question. Your first and question. Okay, we got white spots, zinc. Okay. Yeah. Dr. D? I think the second question might give me more information about the first question. What's the second question? What's the second question? Oh, the second question is um, also to, I have a, uh, like a bump on my lower butt cheek, just on one cheek. On us, as a, it's probably about the size of a, a nickel. It doesn't itch. It doesn't uh, irritate me. Um, but however, you know, um, I'm like, is this a parasite? Um, I've done the the candida cleaner, um, and I'm actually still, you know, still doing it. And I've been following your directions. And you, know, um, I'm saying, I think I feel like it's uh, kind of smaller than what it is, what it was. But I'm like, I don't know if it's like, is it a parasite that's, you know, there? Like, do I have a worm or something? And I'm like, how long does it take before, you know, this will go away? Hmm. So Okay, bumpy buck, bumpy buck cheek and zinc. <laughs> Just one right, bump. so that helps me. Uh, that's it? Okay, we got it all out on the table here. Yeah. All right, so number one. Um, again, as I mentioned before, marketing, understanding human nature and blah, blah, blah. So they're trying to terrify you about something in your nails that's irrelevant. You know, just ignore it. It's nothing to do with zinc or anything. It's your life is otherwise going fine. You're not having any zinc deficiencies. I didn't hear about any impotence here, you know, whatever. So ignore your fingernails. Cease and desist. The bump on your butt is another matter. So we got a cure for that. <laughs> we got a cure for everything, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We got everything, whatever you need. So, if you have a bump on your butt, chances are you're doing a lot of sitting. So, you have to stop that. The next thing is you can put turpentine topically on that lump. Oh. The next thing you can do is you can apply cast oil to your body, waist down. And what that's going to do is detoxify your uh, bottom half and get your body to clear out that lump. But the real thing to do is uh, exercise. Might I recommend splits? You can do um, do the easier, whatever splits are easier for you, doesn't matter. Left front, right front, or center splits. You don't have to actually achieve the split, that's irrelevant. The point is the stretches involved in that are going to 
uh, cleanse the lymphatics that are feeding this lump and get rid of the lump for you. So it's a lymphatic thing on the lumps when things lump up like that? It's a lymphatic thing combined with the circulation thing. Mm -hmm. And so because of our lifestyle, whether it's riding in a car, sitting in a chair, maybe work remotely or whatever, who knows, but it's, it's, it's that bad. And I've had, you know, butt lumps uh, every now and then. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. I am so fanatical about not having that problem that I literally uh, don't have chairs in my dining room or my kitchen or my bedroom. I do have a, a, a chair here. And I have a chair, I have some seating in the living room for guests. That's it. I literally refuse uh, to sit. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Okay, Anthony, there you go. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. That's great. That's great. Um, 